With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Police have now officially confirmed the identity of the Georgetown man killed in a Martin Drive shooting last Thursday as 36-year-old Mark Andre Ebanks. A 31-year-old Georgetown man is in custody and under arrest on suspicion of murder. Police say one of the other shooting victims remains in the hospital in stable condition. Authorities are continuing to appeal for witnesses to the incident, especially anyone who might have been in the vicinity of Martin Drive and Ms. Francis Street at around 11 p.m. on Thursday, July 1st. If you saw anything or have any information, call the RCIPS Major Incident Room. The number is 649-2930. Also from police, a violent argument early Monday morning. Police say just before 20 a.m., officers were called to the scene near South Sound Community Center. Two men walking in the area got into an altercation with each other, which became physical. One of the men was assaulted, the other wounded with a knife. The injured man was taken to the Cayman Islands Hospital for what appeared to be a non-life-threatening injury. The second man, a 37-year-old from Georgetown, has been arrested on suspicion of wounding. He remains in custody custody as the investigation continues. If you have information about this incident, call the Georgetown Police Station. The number is 949-4222. Anonymous tips can be provided directly to police on their confidential tip line. That number, 949-7777. Now to today's COVID-19 report, one positive for COVID-19 today, an incoming traveler. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee reports 685 COVID-19 tests have been carried out since our report on Friday. There are four active cases of COVID-19 in the Cayman Islands. Three are asymptomatic, one person is symptomatic and in the hospital. There are no known cases of local transmission. In terms of the vaccination program, public health officials say 68% of the population have had at least one dose. Approximately 64% completed the two-dose course. With so much attention right now on variants of COVID-19, the Genomic Sequencing Program at the Health Services Authority is providing a new level of understanding about which strains of COVID-19 are here. So far, we have not picked up anyone with the Delta variant, although I feel it's only a matter of time. The Cayman Islands Chief Medical Officer, Dr. John Lee, says we have seen a number of different strains, some of which are novel because the virus frequently mutates. He says our data is uploaded to an international server, which allows for global tracking of how the virus and its variants are traveling across the world. While genomic sequencing is a powerful tool, Dr. Lee says what is most important is protecting ourselves and our community. The big issue is really to protect ourselves by getting fully vaccinated, because this makes it so much harder for the virus to catch hold in the community, spread, and of course, mutate. And the HSA microbiologist working on genomic sequencing says there is more than one compelling argument for taking the vaccine. Something that has really come across in my research is how big of a deal it can be to be infected by some of these variants. Because regardless of how people view it in terms of the death rate with respect to other viruses and other diseases, I think that's a bit missing the point because you can develop a lot of chronic illnesses from COVID infection, even if you're asymptomatic. Jonathan Smalley says, in fact, most people are asymptomatic when they get infected with COVID. But that does not mean they aren't at risk down the road, let alone people with other health issues. If you have any comorbidities, any things that put you at risk, even if you get through it completely, you may still be in a position where you're suffering with the negative side effects of having that infection for the rest of your life. And some of them are awful. 
Mr. Smelly says when you factor in the overall effectiveness of the vaccine and the need to protect the population as we contemplate reopening the borders, getting the COVID-19 vaccine is incredibly important. In other local news, the Chamber of Commerce Executive Committee met with representatives from the main privately licensed pension plans last month. The group was exploring the impact that the withdrawal from private plans last year may have had on the plans and discussed ways to reform the system going forward so that it can suitably meet the needs of those reaching retirement. The chamber says it will use the feedback gathered to put together a draft report. Crystal Blue Waters, White Sand, and Black Ironshore at Spots Dock this morning became a thick sea of rust-colored sargassum. Wendy Johnston is the manager of the Environmental Management Unit at the Department of Environment. So we're at the beginning of the sargassum season, and current forecasts indicate that we look likely to have quite a bad season with influxes. Uh, the last worst season on record was 2018, and it looks like we will have slightly less, but still... Um, large amounts coming in. Is there anything that you want people to do or not do when they see the sargassum, for example, as I saw it this morning, which was quite heavy, quite thick, um, all over the Iron Shore? Should people leave it alone? What should they do? Yeah, on beaches where it doesn't cause an issue, um, it should just be raked up carefully. Um, But I appreciate where we get heavy influxes, where that's not possible. If people need to take larger equipment on the beach, to collect the sargassum, we would urge them to reach out to the DOE um, because we do have a lot of turtle nests now laid on the beaches and heavy equipment can compact the sand, crushing the nests and it can also drive over the turtle tracks which we use to identify nest locations. And are there any, you know, sort of dangers or risks of having sargassum to marine life? So sargassum is naturally occurring. So when it's in deeper water, it's actually a really important habitat for marine life. It's only when it gets close to shore and lands on the beaches and starts to decompose in shallow water that it can present a risk to marine life. Um, it just takes the oxygen out of the water and can be a problem for, for fish that live in the, the shallow waters. Um, but, but it is actually um, an important natural habitat when it's out in the deeper water. Because it, this, this amount that we saw seems so close to the uh, storm system um, and the weather that we were tracking, do, is there any correlation between the two that we know of? Uh, potentially. So the sargassum gets brought in um, through winds and currents, so any shift in the wind direction um, can bring it closer to shore. We don't truly know um, under what circumstances it will arrive on the beaches. Sometimes we have large maps that just continue on past the coast of of the islands Um, and other times it does make it over the reefs and land on the beaches so it's basically the winds and currents which influence uh, whether it will actually land on the beaches. If you have questions about sargassum or removal, contact the Department of Environment at doe at gov.ky or call 949-8469. Another big jump at the pump with prices surpassing $6 a gallon in Little Cayman. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller has more. According to the overall Retail Network weekly analysis of the Cayman Islands done by the Utility and Competition Regulation Office, the average price of self-service regular gasoline is four seventy-nine a gallon. That's up three cents since the last check on June 22nd. Premium self-service gasoline has spiked six cents higher to five oh three a gallon, while diesel is averaging four forty-nine, an increase of four cents. For a quick comparison, six months ago, gas prices in Grand Cayman were $3.89 for regular, $4.27 for premium, and $3.86 for diesel. 
For Grand Cayman, the cheapest regular gasoline is reportedly being sold at Mike's 7 Mile, where Offreg says it's $4.71 a self-service gallon. The average price of gas for folks in Cayman Brack is holding steady at $5.18, while people in Little Cayman are now paying a whopping $6.11 a gallon. On the diesel side of things, Offreg says the cheapest is being sold on Grand Cayman at refuel for $3.89. According to AAA, the average price of gasoline in Florida has jumped to $3.01 USD for regular and $3.65 for premium. Log on to offreg.ky for a full breakdown. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. And we had a special Constitution Day message from Her Majesty the Queen. His Excellency Governor Martin Roper shared her comments with the Cayman Public Monday. In her message, Queen Elizabeth II says, quote, On the special occasion of your Constitution Day, I would like to convey to the Premier of the Cayman Islands, the Honorable Wayne Panton, my congratulations, together with my best wishes to the people of the Cayman Islands. She added that after what has been a difficult year, she hopes everyone can look forward to overcoming global health challenges and better times in the future. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.